Well, tonight uh, got underway the fourth annual Dublin Bowie Festival, uh, obviously enough, in Dublin with a big event in the National Concert Hall, which I suppose encapsulates everything that's surrounding this version of the Bowie Festival. John Brereton, its organiser, comes into us uh, tonight. Basically, it's, um, what's the word I'm for? Astronomical, I think, in every sense of the word, because this seems to be the biggest one that you've put on so far. And it also is obviously very centred around Space Oddity and its 50th anniversary. True, yeah. Well, I suppose I was on the ferry to Hull. I was going to see a Mick Ronson event in Hull uh, last February. And the whole space thing came to me. I suppose I was thinking about next year's the festival. And uh, actually 50th anniversary of Space Oddity. And true luck as well, because I am the booker in the Grand Social. Someone had just emailed me that morning saying we're looking to do a space ball. And I got in touch with her. And we couldn't do the space ball. But I said... Actually, I run the Bowie Festival. Would you be interested in talking about space events and blah, blah, blah? And uh, so met up and this led to that and all. So, I mean, obviously, big anniversary, 50th and Bowie's first big song. So we felt like we had to mar- uh, mark it with a special occasion. So, I mean, the whole astronomy thing, you know, Laura introduced the Black Rock Castle Observatory and Neve Shaw. And then we done the Starman single, single for charity as well. And. You know, so I was just going to say that's that's opening up a whole other area of uh, events and mm. I suppose contacts that you've to kind of make and uh, uh, trying to seek out people that might be good for it because it's one thing to have the germ of an idea it's quite another to put it into practice and especially if you're I don't know if you're not used to booking observatories and, yes. and the like for these kind of things <laughs> exactly which is something you've had to do well yeah, oh it has yeah but everyone's been great you know because the space community. You know, they were delighted to be involved with this and they seen the opportunity to kind of get their message out a bit more as well. It's also, don't forget, the 50th anniversary of the moon landing this year. So... uh Bowie knew what he was doing in 69. He knew what he did. He yeah. was doing, you know. But, uh yeah, I mean, like, it's it's great because we, we've loads of family-friendly events as well. You know, we've, uh, we've uh, a planetarium in Smithfield Square this Saturday. It's free admission. So you can look up the stars and listen to Bowie at the same time. So that's between 12 and 5 in Smithfield Square. Nice. The Lighthouse Cinema is showing all the kind of moon, Duncan's film, of course, Bowie's son, uh, 2001 Space Oddity, Ema Reynolds, The Fardest, which just won an Emmy at the Documentary Awards. Mm. And there's a Q&A with her afterwards. And then on Sunday, we have Starman Sunday in the Phoenix Park Visitor Centre. And... Uh, some very kind Bowie collectors donated his uh, Bowie art collection and that's going to be on show there. And also there's prints by the kids as well from from around the countryside who've done a thing called Gifts to the Starman and there'll be astrology talks there as well, you know. Tell, so. us, about, what, tell us about some of this art from the man himself and, and his, his Yeah, well, there's a big, uh, big star. Uh, it was a Christmas card Bowie made in Berlin, I think. Right. So that's on display in... It's a big Christmas card. In fact, I think it's like the size of a door. But, uh, not very practical. <laughs> not very practical. But uh, anyway, there's other lithographs. And I'll, you know what, Richie? I've been so busy running. the. I don't know what's on display. But I'm going <laughs> to... We'll see anyway when we go out. But that's all free as well, you know. So be nice. Yeah. that's it, It's the sheer breadth of it when I, yeah. when I got the email. We do every year kind of outlining what's going to be on the festival. It was the sheer scope of the thing. Like yeah. it, it seems, obviously enough... The first one coincided with his, his unfortunate passing. Yeah. And then year on year on year, it's built. It's quite obviously built. This is the first one where I actually took a gulp looking at all yeah. the stuff had been organized and thought, Jesus Christ, there's a lot on here. Imagine I was doing this full time. Yeah. But uh, so, yeah, I mean, I suppose, you know, when you run a festival like that, I mean, I think there's a lot of events 
posing as festivals around the place, you know what I mean? I, so I wanted to do something that was broad and I think, you know, Bowie is broad in in his cultural vision and stuff like that. You know, he, he had his finger and everything, which, you know, kind of lends his, I mean, I wouldn't have done a festival, you know, I'm a it Bowie anorak anyway. It makes it easier because you've yeah. got so many facets that you can dip yeah. into. You've got the, the filmic element. You've got, yeah. his, obviously, his, his very heavy dabbling in the art world. Mm. And then, just a 50 odd year career in music like, yeah it's yeah. just it's, it's an unbelievable gift to have exactly well i mean like you know this big 50th anniversaries now for the next kind of 11 years up until 2030 uh with scary monsters but you know so you release an album every year that you know i mean we're man of soul the world is in 2020 50th anniversary and i know exactly what we're going to do already and it's going to be amazing as well you know um Getting the people who've been so who worked so closely with them over as well is obviously a yeah. key facet of the festival. That's uh, happened tonight, and obviously will be happening in the Olympia Theatre as well. With the likes of Verl Slick and the likes of Jerry Leonard, obviously, yeah. I've been working and getting others to to tap into that too is yeah. is quite a unique facet of the festival too. Yeah, well, I mean, we've got who I'm really looking forward to is John Rowlands coming over. John was uh, Rolling Stone photographer for. 50 years, he's photographed Elvis, the Beatles, Dylan, Hendrix, everyone, and of course Bowie, and he was Bowie's official tour photographer, 74 to 78, so the Diamond Dogs tour and the Station to Station Isolar yeah. tours, and he took that famous Archer photograph that, you'd know, you know the one, you yeah, know, yeah. this doesn't make great radio, Richie, but like, you're making you know the, the action one. of being an Archer, it's fine. Making the action, you know, <laughs> you know the one, but anyway, uh, so he's going to, his Exhibition of prints is on in the top floor of Stevens Green shopping centre. There's a big space there, and he's going to be giving a talk about his life with Bowie in National College of Art and Design at six o'clock on Friday. So there's tickets for that on, on through the website. But uh, also, Duffy as well will be exhibiting there. And Duffy took Aladdin Sane album cover, Lodger album cover, and Scary Monsters and loads more Manifel to Earth. So the original prints there as well. So these are people you could just kind of talk to for hours. I know. You can yeah, only totally. imagine the stories that somebody would have being yeah. a tour photographer for Bowie between seventy four and seventy eight. So it's like without wanting to use the term peak Bowie, but yeah. you know, we're talking about, you know, the absolute zenith of his powers. Exactly, yeah. And well he's gonna be on Pac Henny on Thursday, by the way. Wow. So So yeah. On this very station. On this very station. So there's plenty to talk about there. Yeah. Um on the music front as well, there's lots going on. What struck me as well going through the music program was just how when we talk about Bowie and how he was dipping into different worlds, it's how many different ways his work in itself can be interpreted because there's cabaret versions of stuff that's going on and there's different types of musical interpretations of, of what he's done over the last number of years too. Yeah, yeah. Well, like say for now, tomorrow night we've got a, a band called Air Crime Inc. who are being put together to do the outside album which, you know, a lot of Bowie fans think it was a kind of lost classic, you know. It's getting a re-release on vinyl, I think, this is week. Is it, or yeah? It's either this week or next week. There's one of them, because one of these things I've had to do, covering for Tom and seeing what's coming out. Yeah, And yeah. one of them is they're well, releasing the, uh, the vinyl version of, of, of One Outside. So, yeah, yeah, it's it's one of those that I think is, is closely held by a certain number oh, it of is. Bowie fans. So this band now, I've, I've been in the rehearsal studio with them and it's going to be amazing. That's in the Grand Social tomorrow. Then uh, on Thursday, we've got a, two very interesting gigs. One is the cabaret in the Grand Social. This ain't rock and roll's cabaret. Uh, Helena Mulcairns from Wexford is putting that together. A mm. very eclectic mix of poets and performers and storytellers and whatever. But then the Sugar Club, we've got Miriam Aida, who's from Sweden, Brazilian extraction, but she's just released an album called Loving the Alien. 
and it's 12 Bowie songs done in a bossa nova, samba, jazzy style. Yeah. And it works, you know, it's lovely. So it'll be lovely in the Sugar Club as well, you know, it'll be really nice gig. That's the thing, it's one thing to kind of do like thrash metal versions of them because you can, because yeah. it's kind of easy to, I suppose, work that stuff uh, downwards, pair everything away. We're actually completely interpreting it in a different way that's actually a fairly difficult musical form to yeah, reinterpret yeah. it into. It kind of shows how brilliant he was in terms of being yeah, a composer. And exactly, himself, you know? exactly. So yeah, no, like, it's, and then Friday we got the London Boys that uh, I'm in, of course, the <laughs> 60s band. And See, this is our, your problem with all this, is that you make too much of a rod for your own back and that you have to be involved in rehearsals and practice for that I while should. also putting on a festival. I know, I'm rehearsing on Maybe Wednesday just, morning. Maybe just, you know, one or the other going forward. I know, yeah. <laughs> but like, actually, we have a huge delegation coming over from the UK uh, on Thursday evening. And, uh, of course, they've all bought tickets for the London boys and here's some ours in the Grand Social because no one does that 60 stuff. And, mm. you know, I don't know if you're familiar with it, but it's it's kind of amazing songs, real... Uh, there's a mix of garagey mod kind of stuff from mid-60s to kind of vaudeville nearly Tommy Steele, mm. uh, Anthony Newley kind of stuff, you know, but it, great to play. I'm, I'm loving playing the stuff because yeah. it's so fresh, you know. The more you do this, the more you, festivals you put on, I suppose the more um, notice it's going to get from abroad. Like, the, yeah. if you tap one uh, Bowie alumni it's kind of put in the, in the release into, yeah. into this, then that can kind of spread to others and to others and to others. Is there anybody that you have, I know you mentioned you have 2020 already, kind of mapped out what you'd like to do is there anybody you'd like to get hold of in terms of getting them over for the festival itself yeah well I don't know we're, we're well underway with that obviously 2020 as I said Mano sold the world so Tony Visconti right for because uh, he obviously produced that first album he properly produced and played amazing bass on it as well but we're also celebrating 2020 with Mick Ronson as well because Rano was hugely influential sure. in that album and uh, it'll be nice to kind of celebrate him as well because I mean he was Bowie's wingman you know but he was a bit more than that on this album he really like all reports of the studio album there was that uh, he practically wrote the album you know Bowie was very kind of distant mm. or whatever at that point I think he just met Angie and uh, so uh, he wasn't there as much as he was with the other albums so Ronald had to steer the ship Ronald steered the ship so yeah that's why I went to Hull to meet all those people like from Hull who there's a show there called Turn and Face the Strange that uh, kind of dramatisation of of his life and his sister Maggie as well is involved. So we're hoping to get all them over. So it's the most it's the most unremarkable place to have remarkable people from. It yeah. seems when you talk about Bowie, like everybody, I don't know if the presumption of Bowie is that everything was London centric, but Spiders from Mars were all these fairly oh, yeah. hairy arm lads from Hull yeah. who were, you know, slightly gristled and, you know, not necessarily the sparkle wearing, uh, what you call <laughs> it, flare wearing, uh, what you call pe- glam people that we yeah. kind of presume they all were just naturally. Yeah. They kind of had to be welded into those into those roles. A bit. Exactly. Well, I mean, we had Woody Woodmansey as our special guest last year and, I mean, he was telling us all about uh, when David... Asked them to wear the, the the spangles and the glitter and all. And they were like, Ooh, yeah, yeah, you There's know, no you know, yeah. Yeah, man. I'm from Yorkshire. <laughs> yeah. 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 Anyway, he he said it kind of like Bowie thing said, "Come on, you get loads of women and all, you know, <laughs> la la la." So they went with it and they did, and they were like, "Okay, we can do this." It's usually, the deciding factor <laughs> in anything, it's like a you'll get loads of money, b you'll get loads of women. Like yeah. one or the other is going to convince yeah. you to wear anything at that stage. I know, yeah, uh, especially in the early seventies. <laughs> um, will you get to enjoy any of it yourself? Apart from obviously playing on stage with the London boys. Yeah, ah, yeah, no, I will, I will. Like, you know, 
it's a great week and I'm really looking forward to Nicholas Pegg is coming over who wrote the complete David Bowie and uh, there's nothing he doesn't know there's nothing he's he's yeah. actually set some questions for us for the the quiz as well the Queen oh, Bitch God. quiz on Sunday afternoon in the Grand Social and uh, they are they're tough that's the thing I've, it's it's when you get into the quizzes and stuff I'd always yeah. and I'm somebody who enjoys a quiz yeah. I'd, I'd be fearful yeah. on bulk I'd rock up and try and give my best but it's when you have people like him trying to set the questions yeah. and, that's and, interesting and though I mean like did you ever see any of those Bowie things on Facebook and uh, how well do you know Bowie and they're like oh, they're so easy you complete know? the song title space yeah, yeah. blank <laughs> exactly yeah. so Nicholas has gone hard you know so it's good but his talk now will, will be great Tony Clayton Lee is, is hosting that in the Grand Social on Saturday but uh, he's a wealth of information you know yeah. really nice guy as well well, it's going on all across Dublin uh, between, well, it started tonight and it's going on until the 13th and encapsulates so many different facets of Bowie's career and ways of interpreting that and everything else, both musically, astronomically, as you mentioned, artistically and all points between. Um, there's so much of what I'm looking forward to and so much of what I'm hoping to catch. Uh, John Burton, thanks so much for coming in. Thank you.